Hello and welcome back to Dax's Deviants. In this podcast, we talk about pups, handlers, and deviants alike, and their experiences within the pup community and the wider fetish scene. Today, I am joined by someone a little bit different. Not a pup, not a handler. Well, technically a pup. But today, I am joined by the wonderful Blaze, who is our first title holder. Please introduce yourself a little bit. Well, uh, hello. I mean, thank you for the invite for being here. It's it's really quite experience so far. Well, um, most of the, uh, most of the people know me as Blaze, but if you've seen my performance on uh, during Darklands, I also have a little bit of a alter ego called Scorch, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, joined the fetish community, I think, in the summer of 2021, and basically just I discovered it was like, hey, this is my scene, and I just deep dove into it, and then. Somehow, at some ma- magical way, I actually stumbled into a title, uh, Lost Darklands. <laughs> I like, I like how you say stumbled into it, as if like, like, did you not plan on taking part in the in the competition? Did you just kind of uh, decide, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna take part, or? Well, basically, that someone. Um, um, so I was already without actually knowing that superhero was actually like a fetish on itself. I was already developing. I, I knew I had that kink in me uh, as well. So I already was developing the character, and then uh, from there I had the superhero character. From there I was starting to develop, discussing with friends like, "Hey, I want to do something else. I want to build a superhero villain character." And then a friend more jokingly said, "Hey, there's a contest for you at Darkland. You should sign up." I was like, "Ah." This sounds fun without oh. actually knowing, realizing, you know, the actual consequences of what it means to be a title. Because, you know, I've never been to Darklands before, ne- yeah. never seen the whole uh, thing. And then uh, and then when they opened, signed up, then the same person was like, hey, you should sign up. It's like, oh, right, fuck it, let's go. So oh, I yeah, signed that's, up. That's great. Uh, so, so I signed up and then it was like two months later. Then I got, then I got into the uh, whole WhatsApp group and that kind of stuff. And then Adult 18 was like, oh, fuck, I think... I think I might have underestimated what I signed up for. <laughs> you know, I feel like most title holders say that. Um, from what I've said, like most people don't really realize the enormity of being a title holder. Like you, you'll probably be involved in a lot more events now. Like they'll ask you to come to things now. Yeah, yeah, I, I've been invited to Folsom. I've been invited to Maspalama so already, and I'm. Uh, I mean, there's tons of events in the Netherlands that I want to attend. So, did you, um, I think I want to attend uh, someone in Ireland because there was a jury member from Ireland. Yeah, uh, uh, was in our jury, so I was like, "Hey, you should come to us." I was like, "Yeah, sure, probably. I'll put it on my agenda." And so, um, but the thing is. One of the most wonderful experience, uh, wonderful memories of, of Darklands is as I come, I came off the stage and just completely bedazzled, like what the fuck was going on? Because, you know, <laughs> I just got the title. Yeah. I got a, I got approached by a lot of title holders congratulating me. They also give me advice like, hey, this is going to happen. This is what's going on. Yep. Take your time. And, and it's it's a really lovely community to be in. And, and really, it feels like a... Yeah, privilege. Well, that's that's fantastic. And um, just because we haven't really said what your your title is yet, so what is your actual title? 
Now, of the official title is actually quite a little bit of a debate, but the official title that's on the sash at this moment is International Superhero Fetish 2023. But, and this is going to be a little bit of an exclusive, I'm also going to get a second sash, which is going to hold uh, International Super Villain 2020, uh, Fetish because uh, part of my performance as well, because I have both a custom hero and a villain character, um, uh, and they're both my own, and they're just you know different sides of my personality as well. I think to expand it a little more, I think that goes with a lot of kinks. Is that like you know it really depends on their um, for a lot of kinksters there. It's it's they have like identities or personas that they partake, and that's yeah. also extension of their character in some sort of way. And for me, I have a switchy character, so uh, I was really trying to kind of fit in that one character. And I was like, hey, I'm just going to make two separate characters and then I can go really, really hard on the one on on the one end and the other end. So that's, you know, how it goes. I love that. Yeah. No, that is that is awesome. And like what kind of got you into the kind of superhero slash supervillain fetish? Um, it's always been an interesting for me because I'm um, my history lies within the uh, within the furry uh, community, which is you know quite common. I think yeah. amongst young gangsters as well. And I'm sure that I mean just you know to reiterate, I mean uh, yes, I'm a furry, but that's, it's all completely separate from the kinky stuff. Just just to be completely clear. But in there, I just got exposed uh, to the stuff, and then you know you browse on internet last night and then you know i got uh you know poor materials and twitter and then stories and i was like hey i kind of i kind of like this so you know i want to i want to hop in i want to i want in i want in on the action and i really like um when i was really developing in the like i said in the summer of 2021 i started out with the puppy community what i mean we i started with pop play and then yeah. I really quickly developed like, hey, I want to make something unique. I want to make something my own. I want to have something. And then I uh, just like, you know what? I'm just going to create me a superhero character. That sounds, that just sounds fun. And then yeah, no, that's that amazing. Starting. No, that is absolutely amazing. Like just how, how new you are to it. And then, you know, going from, going from being new to being a title holder in such a short space of time, that must've been like, quite an overwhelming sensation for you yeah i mean i think the whole saturday evening i think my after i won the title i think my most hated sentence which is what the fuck is going on like, <laughs> i just I, I i really had um uh, i really had just i didn't know what, what i just didn't know what was going on i really didn't expect it and uh because for me as Darklands came closer, you know, when I got a lot of the prep and all, you know, the, you get scripts and then you get to have meetings with that, you get meetings with yeah. that, and then the rehearsal was like, oh wait, this is a really, really silly, serious thing, and then I just really felt like, hey, awesome, I got to be part of this, this is just a wonderful experience, it's really, really fun, I'm already just quite happy to be there, and then I won the whole bloody thing. <laughs> and then, um, and which is really, really exciting for me as well, because one of the most, what I really quite like with the whole superhero uh, fetish as well, it, it's that it's trying to be, um, I think, if you're taking kink and with scenes and kind of, it's always serious. It's always, it's always really, really serious and, yeah. and, and really intense. 
and the superhero for me it takes that it takes a little bit of the edge off it's it, it's 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 supposed to be a little bit fun it's, it's supposed to be a little bit funny but you know kinky erotic as well and we they really try to have that as in the contest as well like i mean you have the performances you have the uh, all the kind of stuff that you make to be ranked but yeah. they try to wrap up in a what i like to call kinky entertainment and um that's something I really, really liked. And, you know, part of being a title holder is I'm also going to be crafting this show for next year. So I'm already, oh. I think, one of the organizers already quite fed up with me because in the week after I was like, oh, we can do this. Oh, can we do this? We can do this. <laughs> so, uh, which is really, really fun because I really, really quite, I really love doing that kind of stuff. I really like crafting stories, you know, t- crafting stories, telling them, acting them out. So it's it's something I found out as I uh, prepared for my whole, as I prepared for my performance. I was like, hey, I actually really, really like doing this. So let's, ma- let's make a show out of it. No, and I think that's the kind of energy that a title holder for superhero slash supervillain should have, is that kind of imagination and creativity to create these stories because I, th- I think that really captures the essence of the superhero supervillain kind of essence um is having the ability to really create these really engaging stories like i know the the creators of for example the boys um he hated the idea of all of these mainstream superheroes which were always goody two shoes and things like that so he created one where you know the superheroes are you know assholes basically Um, and just having that kind of creativity and how popular that's become um i just think it's fantastic and i kind of i'd imagine you're you're gonna be very creative and kind of go wild with it and that's that's the kind of energy that i like to see yeah, I mean, it's, it, what, what's I think also just quite, you know, uh, good to know also for the listeners is that um, it it became very, very close uh, to the fact, uh, it was very, very close uh, for me personally uh, to back out actually, because when, you know, the reality kicked in, I was like, oh, fuck, I know this is what I signed up for. And at that time, I was uh, at that time I was only de- I only had developed my superhero character, and I'd let to know Agnar's like, hey, I'm building on the superhero character, um, etc., etc. And then we got the first meeting in, and I was like, oh fuck, oh Christ, what am I going to do? <laughs> this is totally out. Of, this is way, way out of my comfort zone. Um, so I let the or- organizers know, and then credit to them, they have been lovely. As soon as I let the first instance know, I had I was having doubts. I got messages from like all three of them, like, "Hey, do we need to help? Do you have questions? There's no need to worry, etc., etc., etc." It was really, really lovely. And then I was chatting with one of the organizers, and then I was just in a conversation, I was like, "Hey, you know, by the way, I'm also developing my super villain character, uh, this and this and this." And then he just loved it because he was like all right we have because what happens with a lot which is not a fault at all i can really understand the the thought process behind it is that it's either just a straight off copy of a current hiller like batman superman etc or it's like a little twist like wonder woman woman man uh which is also fine but i think like they said he said was like it's quite rare to have like a custom character coming in but to have a custom super villain character is like completely unique and then uh, i was like I had no idea I could enter it as, you know, Scorch. It was like, oh yeah, you totally can, you should. And then he just <laughs> had all of this creative energy. And then 
that it gave me the confidence of like, hey, if I, I can actually use that character. And then from there, I was like, hey, if I can actually use my super filler character, then I can craft a story from that. And then that basically gave me the confidence of like, hey, um, uh, it gave me the idea of like, hey, now I've got a story to develop and I can tell the story. And then that just snowballs from there. And then uh, I'm not sure if everybody came, you know, understood the story I was telling, but eh. Lessons learned for yeah next year. Yeah, but that that's that's a pretty amazing achievement in and of itself that you managed to kind of impress everyone with your own creative abilities. Um, I don't think many people like yeah, as you said, like would go for just a play on of an existing superhero, but to really take an element and make it your own that's that's something extra. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, so, what is something you know now about kind of the superhero supervillain? kind of fetish scene that you wish you knew when you were going into it? Um, really, really excellent question. What, what I would have known, what we would like to know, I think with with uh, just the, the straight-up diversity, uh, it's a really, really diverse scene, and there's, it's really, really, there are really different, um, and really the strictness about the characters. So if you like, if you are, Cosplaying as Superman, they're really, really strict about um, the look and your costume and that kind of stuff. So that's and uh, um, so that's something I really, really um, you know uh, was interested to know. And then as well, it's really quite it's diverse, but also really scattered around. So okay. um, I would have. Because I really tried, you know, to get into contact from in, the, in with people from my local scene beforehand. It was really quite difficult, uh, but then I finally got some contacts because you know I'm a title holder, so that opens a lot of doors. And which, yeah, which is definitely. quite funny, actually. So afterwards, a lot of people came to me. It's like, hey, you're Dutchie. Do you? I actually quite like this. How do I get <laughs> in on this shit, uh, this stuff? So it's it's just uh, I, I would have had. I would have liked to have like someone like me just from the other side, like, hey, I can, can I approach you for questions? Well, I have a bit of a, a side project going on, which I will discuss with you after we've, we've had our interview. Um, because if you if you want to help others um, and teach them about kind of the superhero, supervillain fetish, then uh, I have the project for you. Uh, well, 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 I, I, mean, I, that's... I, I mentioned it briefly in the, the last episode. Um, which, you know, I'm cheating by recording these in advance, um, which it's, it's going to be the, it's called sure. the DIP, uh, and that stands for the Dax Institute of Pup Play. Uh, and it's basically just going to be a, a big kind of centralized hub of information on different fetishes, different uh, kind of aspects of pup play and it's just going to be a big educational resource for people to explore new fetishes and explore them safely um, because as I was talking with Neutron in the last episode um, he was talking about how he really enjoys hypnoplay and people will try and copy it and you know if you don't do hypno right you can it, it can be kind of dangerous because you can put someone into the wrong headspace and that can, oh, that yeah, can yeah, mess yeah, with yeah. them so it's yeah. it's going to be I'm, a centralized I, resource I, to to kind of teach people the, the the safer ways of doing things so and maybe let them learn something new yeah i mean i should then actually context pop neutral because you know hypno play is actually something i really want to get involved with but it's actually quite funny because one of the um 
uh, if you're worried, one of the things that I, uh, I mean, like I said, I start, we, start, we started out, my boyfriend and I, we both started our King journey in the summer of 2021. And one of the things that really, really touched me in the beginning was like how open and how open, uh, communicative and welcoming, you know, the community is to newcomers. If you approach basically almost everybody for questions, you mean uh, people would love to help you out and and all this kind of stuff so we really i mean i approached some people with questions and then they they answered me then i asked me some questions like hey where you're coming from what's your background what's your story and then they helped me in their way in my uh, in my king journey and that's something i really really appreciated it and, yeah. and I've, you know as i've you know advanced in in my own king journey and i, I really uh, try to get a uh, get to know a lot of people that I know that there's a lot of people who are in my shoots who are just watching me from the sideline who are watching the King World from the sidelines don't really you know really get anxious to go to advance or just you know watching stuff on Twitter like I really I really want to do this but I have no idea how so that was the original reason for me it's like hey I really want to help other people because that's something you know I want to pay the uh, the, fa the favor forwards to other people and then it was like hey let's just make a recognizable icon let's just make a superhero with a own character but with a twist you know so the logo is a pop hood it's based on a pop hood yep. so people recognize me so people just and then based on that make a brand so like hey i'm approachable you can always ask me for questions to have a little bit of a safe space for people to for, to, to approach me via digitally or at events like hey I, I, I know that guy maybe from Twitter or someone else that I can approach him for questions and he can help me further. So that's that, that was the whole idea with 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 being the superhero character uh, in advance. So this is, you know, something similar. And then uh, it has developed further with, you know, I've now this, this, this super villain character, which is more based around dominant play, which is, you know, not quite surprising. Uh, and then we, <laughs> I also try to be educated on that aspect because I see a lot of young people and young uh, subby minded people go explore the scene and enter scenes that are not, I think really not, not prepared for or without proper regards for the safety, without, you know, really checking like, hey, does this dominant person, you know, have my safety in advance? I mean, do we talk about safe road? Do we talk about safety? Do we talk about, you yeah. know, uh, boundaries and all that kind of stuff? And I've, I've had a t quite a lot of people who talked to me and then I warned them and then they came to me. It's like, yeah, yeah, I actually got a bad experience like XYZ because, you know, I was tied up and he was doing a thing that I really didn't like. But yeah, I didn't want to cancel the scene. It was like giant red flag. That should never, ever happen. Don't ever interact with a dominant again. Yeah. I mean, do you know, th this is this is actually quite, quite spooky because um, I interviewed Neutron yesterday and you're both saying very similar things about getting the right information for newcomers because that was one thing that he brought up and was very very vocal about was people having bad experiences with bad doms basically where yeah, they're, yeah. they're led astray they're maybe fed the wrong information so they're they're taught wrong and they believe that things that aren't right are kind of normal. Um, and he was talking about that, especially in the aspect of alphas and handlers, um, where it becomes less of an alpha beta or a dominant sub situation and just abuse, essentially. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, credits to credit, credits to uh, Newton. He's he's been into the scene just a lot more, and he's quite a lot more knowledge as well. But I think um, um, uh, what I'm trying to be is just that I'm tr- I'm. Um, I mean, and I can use use this sentence for not very much longer, but I'm trying to be recognizable for new kings as well by saying like, hey, I'm quite new to this stuff as well. I'm trying to be really, really open about, um, especially with sub stuff and dumb stuff. Like, hey, I'm new to this. I'm still learning. I'm trying. To, I'm trying new things. I want to explore this so that people are like recognized, especially new people like, hey. I'm also going through this thought bus because it's not really talked about quite that often about how being a dominant or a sub is a skill you need to develop. It's something you need to do over and over and over. Absolutely. Before uh, before you can actually do the stuff that you see in Twitter. I think social media is not really... I've, to- I've talked quite often with people like oh i want to do this stuff on social media and oh, i want to do this and i can talk to a guy who's like that, that that said he was do this and i was like yeah and then i just explained to them so like yeah that's the effect of social media those kind of scenes you know as i talked with people then i you know interact with people who actually are in those scenes that you see in twitter that everybody's like oh my god i want in on the sit and then tell was like yeah i mean i mean i maybe even do that like three times a year and then with people i've known for like five years yeah and then i explain that to the new people it's like hey this is not something you do in like in one night or in two sessions or in three sessions no, exactly. this is a really kink is a relationship you need to build with you need to build that over and over and over before you get to the you know hey i'm gonna take you on a kinky kidnapping for weekends and then keep you tied up for like 48 hours which yes. is a sploosh for quite a ton of people but <laughs> but no you're you're 100 right there it's i think people think that you know you can instantly just be like oh, okay well i want to be dom i'm just gonna like just start dominating someone it's 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 a mindset that you have to kind of train yourself for yeah 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 i mean i mean i um for me i mean i'm a switch by nature so um and i think for me i've uh the thing with my diving a little bit on my personal life here with the relationship with me, me my boyfriend he is a straight up natural 100 sub so i always had you know to be the dominant relationship or in the bed in the bedroom not in the relationship but in the bedroom and that stuff, kind of stuff yeah so as i explored the king scene it was like hey i can finally have my sub sub, sub side, you know scratched you know that itch uh, which is really quite fun and then uh, but as you know things develop you know i really wanted to have that dom experience as well and then uh but i was really quite nervous it's it's a mindset and it's some sort of confidence you have to you know radiate but it was like internal was like i have no idea what i'm doing how does this work as well and then from that i think uncertainty and doubt was like hey I'm just gonna fake it till you make it. Let's make a character that just radiates dominant energy that it can really get in a mindset of. So it's it's um, basically make a character that's just for me, uh, that like a character that's that's really close to me that just is dominant 100%. And then from that idea, I just you know started working with the with an artist to have a you know look that's just. Uh, basically from top to bottom radiates dominant intimidating energy and just 
uh, and then created, you know, he made the artwork, he made the reference sheet, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to create this in real life. You know, that took four months, and then, uh, which was quite funny, is that I had a photo shoot with friends in a professional uh, studio. That was the first time I was walking around in the clothes, and I was really quite nervous, and I was like, yeah, is this... this you know, quite nervous and, and really, really shy. And then, uh, you know, I had to fake it for the camera. And then, uh, then like a week later, then I was, you know, I was seeing the pictures was like, oh fuck, that's just me. And <laughs> I just, love that. And and then from and that just gave me the confidence, like, oh fuck, that that's how I can, that's how I look. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, this looks awesome. And then from there, I just uh, with experience and and doing it more and more often. Uh, I mean, Darklands was just, it was the very first time I was, I was actually going to be walking around in that character publicly. I, yeah. I, uh, I, did, I did that, I chose that speci- uh, on purpose. I could have done it earlier, but it was like, you know, I'm going to tease Darklands. It's the first appearance, it was quite nice, fitting for the story. And then when I was walking around the very first day, on, tr- on first day night, just the reaction on people, and I was like, all like, oh, right, this is this is working. It, it's, 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 it's really, really nice. And it, that's, that gave me the confidence that I needed to to probably say yes. I'm also a dominant person. I'm still new to this, but hey, I'm also a dominant, and then um, you know have that confidence. Like some people want, like that I can approach someone and then you know get them on their knees and then put a collar on them, take them on the leash, take them somewhere into a very dark space and have some fun and you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that is good though. I I love to hear kind of people's experiences where I I definitely feel at Darklands you can definitely be yourself and open yourself up to these new experiences. And yeah. I always feel every time I go to Darklands, I feel like I can really be myself and just be confident and just not have to worry about like, oh my god, am I in the right headspace? Because the moment I'm there, it's just straight into the headspace. Yeah, I mean it's 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 it was our very first Darklands, and it was just an amazing experience. Um, the only downside I had was like we had the party on Friday night, uh, which was awesome. It was you know we also had Alpha Madness tickets, so we wanted to explore the VIP neck, which doesn't open till twelve. But I also had to be there at nine a.m. for rehearsals. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. So it was like. So it was like 7 a.m. I was like, both was like, let me sleep. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to go all alone to the breakfast buffet. Like, nobody was there. I was oh, the no. one of the very first eating my breakfast. And then on those steps, go to the Darklands at like 9.15. And it was like, oh, my God, just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, honestly. Um, so what, what does your title mean for you? Um... It's a very open question. It's a very, it's a very, very. What it, what it does mean for me is that, um, is the validation that what I'm doing and what I'm trying to accomplish it's working for people. Is that a? It's 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 um because, um, for me the characters both Blaze and Scorch they've been a creative outlet for me. They, they, you know, where I can put out my creativity, craft stories, craft scenes, and and um, try to evoke uh, emotions. It's maybe art. I mean, that's the whole different philosophical question as well. Um, uh, and it's something I really like doing. So I really try to keep developing the characters. I mean, Scorch, as you might maybe know, with the puppet, he's already has a new look. 
the pop hood is gone. He has a totally new look. And uh, and in that evolution of characters, it's also in that way I also capture my own personal development as in the kink world. And okay. with that, I try to uh, you know try to make the public to you know to 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 show that to the, to people, to new people, old people, like hey. This is this is just how it goes. This is you know how I learn. This is how I approach stuff, and um, it's something I've been doing for the past one and a half years. And for me, the title means like, hey, um, what I'm doing works. It it's uh, it shows that a lot of people appreciate it, and it gives me the platform to it, it gives me a larger platform for you know the stuff I talked about before about safety and all that kind of hazards yeah. and the approachable icon and that kind of stuff. No, that is fantastic. And I think that's an absolutely fantastic answer. Um, just having the ability to express your creativity and have that creativity validated, I think, you know, that is, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, so do people outside of the fetish community know about your title? Like, have you told friends and family or is it something that you, only people that are kind of, that are in these kind of fetish scenes know about it? Yeah, I mean, it's not really. Um, it, it, it's been quite a a. Uh, it's been quite a roller coaster ride, uh, on on like speed ten. I mean, we've gone from like, hey, what is a poop hood, to one and a half years. I mean, our whole uh, closet is fully loaded with gear. We've got pictures and all that <laughs> kind of stuff, and it's not really it's really an easy topic to you know discuss with our our parents on both sides. Um, so they don't know about it. Uh, the I think my parents have like a my mother has a, a suspicion, but she's very like like I do, I don't want to know. Oh, Quite fair. Like I don't want to know. Uh, I have no interest in knowing this about my own son. So <laughs> fair. My my parents have seen me in latex. They've seen me with my pup hood on, and when the the puppy walk happened this year. Um, I ended up being on Antwerp News. Like you can just see Dax walk walking past. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the title holders was getting interviewed, and you just see me walking past, and I'm just like, "Hey, also, like, I took a screenshot of like the the, the news video and sent it to my family, and I was like, look, I made it onto the news,' and none of them reacted. None <laughs> yeah, of them. They're all just kind of like, okay." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I've been discussing this with my boyfriend actually quite recently. That I actually want to open up to my parents as well. Uh, I actually want to open up to my parents uh, because um, I think the whole shock is, you know, I think the uncertainty is like, oh my god, King scene, you know, all the misconceptions and all that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, when when you take that shock away, I think my parents are actually gonna be really really appreciated because that whole creative spark comes from her so i think if i yeah. show her all of that i've done and all that i've created i think she's gonna say oh my oh my god this is awesome how can i help because all right funny personal story my mother actually called me on sunday uh because um as she is she boomer that means she doesn't know how to handle technology <laughs> and i'm the it expert within the family so that means she called me it's like i don't know how to do this from an excel file to an email please help me um <laughs> So I was like, you know, you're actually quite lucky. I'm being here. I, I, I have my laptop in front of me. I can do this right away. And she was asking like, hey, uh, where are you actually right now? Because it sounds cl quite busy. 
And I was at the festival grounds. So I was like, yeah, how do I approach this? Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we are at the festival. What kind of festival? Like music? It was like, no, not really. Uh, it's about cosplay. We are like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that's really, really fun. Do, do you have your own cosplay? Because if you want, I can help. It's like, yeah, sort of. I'm part of the organization. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, and then she's just like, oh, my God, that's really, really fun. You should tell me all about it when you get home. Um, and then we moved on. So I think if I if she get, get gets past the whole kinky aspect, I think she would just be on board and, and be a supporter. It's like, hey, I need to be, I need to craft this and this. She's like, all right, let's do yeah. this. No, I love that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's why I want to say, but my boyfriend, my boyfriend is, you know, um, he's still a bit scared because you know it's still quite a bombshell for parents to like, hey, uh, we are in this world. Yes, there are quite a lot of dangers, but it's brought us tons of stuff, tons of new friends. Um, and yes, we are open, but not that doesn't mean it's we have a bad relationship. No, absolutely not. I. I personally prefer open relationships because, and this is where I get judged, um, I feel like having one person for absolutely everything, everyone has their own tastes, there's going to be things that I want to do that my partner can't or doesn't want to do, so I think having that relationship where it's like, okay, that things are strictly romantic for you and me, but I can get my sexual needs or my extra sexual needs helped with by someone else um because you know you don't like this fetish but i do and i kind of want to explore that more so personally open relationships are a-okay in my book um yeah i I would prefer that and i've i've had to turn down dates um or had dates turn me down is more accurate because when they're asking like oh what kind of relationship you look for i'm like well kind of open they're like nope i'm like all right okay bye yeah, I mean, for, for I mean, my boyfriend and I started uh, closed. I mean, yeah, um, hell, uh, he was my very first in everything, so we didn't have quite a lot of experience. And then, as we, um, and we always had the fantasies like, hey, 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 want to have more people, like, ha ha ha, fantasies and that kind of stuff. And then, um, when I accidentally outed myself to no and uh, liking pop play. Um, um, and then we we quickly uh, we quickly you know as we got to know people and see you know you know what kind of relationships there are we quite you know started to talk like hey this is this is a way for us we always had those fantasies how serious are we about these fantasies and then um, we came and basically came across the same thing as you it's like hey we don't we don't match with 100 how do you approach this and then from there we started i mean we're not 100 open it's not like i can have a date tomorrow night and then just you know have fun it's it's still we're not there at that point um um but we are slowly taking it step by step to get getting there from being close to getting more open because we realized as well with experience and a lot of talking which is the most important thing in any type of relation especially kink related is like he has needs, I have needs, we don't really match. Um, he's one of I think uh, one of uh, one thing I really really want if, if I'm playing with someone is I want activity, I want response. He's a very, very passive person, so that just doesn't match at all. And then for me, as I see it, it's like um, I mean he's my main partner. I I'm gonna love that guy. I'm pretty sure he doesn't 
I'm not sure. Pretty sure he does. He's not gonna uh, listen to the podcast because I'm gonna mar- I'm, I'm gonna actually propose to him quite soon. Hey! Oh! Uh, wow! Beckerville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and as we you know discussed, I mean, like the same. I mean, we can have our itches or needs met by different people, and then as we learn people, we've built tons of good relationships. Uh, with people, friend relationships, and um, and as I personally see it, with with you know other people have built relationships, like I have a lot of love to give. Yeah, my first priority of love goes to my boyfriend, but I have more. I have more love to give than just one person, and I would love to give it to other person. It doesn't have to be romantic, but I w- I I love to be 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 there for other people, give them, you know, um, give them. Even if they're single, like if they're here for the weekend, make them feel loved, appreciated for who they are, what they are, and 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 for every fault that they think they have, you know, have that loving embrace. Even if it's just a weekend, like hey, this weekend, you know, I'm making you feel loved in every sense, and it's it's something I really like doing. And then you know, my boyfriend really ha- ha- happily goes along with it, and he has the same with other people, and that's. Yeah. But in a bit, and that, that for us, it's it really really works, and it's it has made our relationships so much more stronger. I know, I absolutely love that. That is that is amazing. Um, yeah, I actually need to do a quick shout out to Pup Bite and his partner to say a massive congratulations. They got engaged very recently. It's been a long time coming. Um, yeah. So a massive massive congratulations. I'm very happy for them. I. Yeah. I'm hoping I get invited to the wedding. Um, <laughs> this is uh, a very spooky way of asking. Oh, I know. I know. It's just, you know, I, I get very excited. I don't get to go to enough weddings, probably because I'm a chaotic bundle of energy. Um, but, oh, I'm, I'm very happy for them. And honestly, like, congratulations to you for when you do pop the big question. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just in case, uh, just in case you just listen, I'm not going to pop the date just yet but you know yeah no no well, don't, don't tell me that much just 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 knowing that it's gonna happen i love that um once it does happen obviously let me know and we will do another shout out on on the podcast oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. congratulate I'll, 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 I'll shout it out from every fucking rooftop i have <laughs> otherwise oh absolutely yeah um, so just kind of getting to know a little bit more about you um your colors are they based on the hanky code or are they just your favorite color uh, quite f- funny story actually i mean um, i picked my original name blaze because you know uh, you know as i was like hey we're gonna do this hey we should have puppy names and then i just went to a website like puppy names and then just scored to a list and then blaze was the very first was like eh, i'll just fuck it let's go Looking behind, maybe I would have spent more thoughts, you know, more thoughts about it. But that, you know, all, people already know me with that name, and then changing name is just too much hassle. And then um, as we went to Underground Amsterdam, which is the our the go-to store basically for pop gear in the Netherlands, and then okay. um, uh, which is also quite funny. The very first time we got there, I was really quite nervous. I actually didn't. You know, wanted to go in and was quite, you know, anxious and scared. And my boss, and my boss was like, you know, fuck it, we're gonna go in. We've we've gone all this way, just go. And then, uh, so we got downstairs, and then we got helped by the lovely staff people who were just, you know, loved them all. 
And then I just walked through and they had all the colors available and just, you know, was looking at them. I was like, red. That's it. And yeah. then uh, uh, I just p- picked the red basic hood. And then from there, I uh, I think a couple of months later, I started to work on a custom hood, which is red, white and blue. Oh. Uh, uh, red was the main color. White is the secondary color and i think blue is the first favorite color that's only the tip of the nose and the in the inside of the ear oh i like and then, that um, yeah and it, it's just you know i was just smashing colors i mean i think like a week just smashing colors everything and, it, and this was like yep this speaks to me i like this and then uh, based from those colors from that pop i developed blaze and then uh from there um and then as i was developing my scorch um, he, from the very first get-go, he was. I wanted him to be unique, but also recognizable. Like uh, that, that people would recognize that he's a twisted, you know, alter ego, corrupted version as well. So I wanted to have some resemblance of it. So um, I picked the ba- I picked the, ba- uh, the same colors, but you know, twisted them around a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, um, so he's still red. Bl- he's red, blue, but and uh red blue and black instead of white oh very nice yeah yeah so that's actually uh, so that's quite uh so th- that's how th- that's the story then afterwards that people were like hey hanky coat and i was like what the fuck is the hanky coat and then i discovered <laughs> what, what the red actually means I was like oh no oh no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i always love asking people about the hanky coat because some people either they base their colors on it or they had no idea and it just was their favorite color i think because i was certainly in the latter category um where orange has been my favorite color for years and years and when i was choosing my latex i was like okay i'm gonna go for orange and because Oof. i was getting mine made to measure um and was choosing my colors and that the, the guy was like you you know what orange means right and i was like what, what do you mean it's just a fucking color and he was like, oh. no, no, it, no, the hanky code. And I was like, a hanky code? I was like, do, do you need to blow your nose? Like, what What the hell are you on about? And he was like, no, no, look at this. So he then showed me like this chart and he was like, orange means anything anywhere. And he was like, you know, are, are you quite open with your, your kinks in that? And I was like, well, yeah, I'll try pretty much anything. I don't really have many things that I won't do. There's very, very <laughs> few things that I'm not into. And he was like, oh, then it fits perfectly. I was like, what's that supposed to mean? And he's just like, honestly, don't worry about it. And I was like, what do you mean? Don't worry about it. Now I'm worrying more. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was just one of those, like, I was like, all right, okay. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it fits. And I've, I've just kind of went with that. There is some color combinations that I really like. Um, I am planning on trying to get my own custom hood made. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Do you know the website where you can make one in advance? Yeah, I saw the one where you can kind of design with the the custom colors and that, and then you can kind of take it and give it to some of these companies, and they'll design it based on the the pattern that you've generated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a shout out to K9Hood.com. Yes, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I use that to develop Blaze and Scorch uh, from the puppets as well, and then just. <laughs> go from there awesome website so uh, so uh if you didn't know now you know yeah and like just off the back of that do you have any kind of brand recommendations 
I think specifically for superhero stuff, I think the website Heroes Time, which is a Chinese website, they're a really, really go- uh, uh, great company to work with. Uh, I mean, um, uh, I mean, it's not really easy to have the custom characters that are the way to create it in spandex suits. I mean, spandex is obviously a big part of it. I mean, love spandex. It's really, really yeah. awesome. It's just as tight as rubber, but not as, but way more easier to get to, you know, get on. Yeah. And, um, and they're a really awesome company to work with if you have like standard stuff or just you approach them for questions, quick turnaround times and that as well. And um, so I use them to um, print, you know, the custom, uh, you know, the custom prints and the suits as well with them. Yep. So I just need the reference sheets so like, hey, can you turn this into a suit? It's like, oh, right, wait four weeks. Then they, get, uh, then I, then they start to me. And then when I got the Scorch suits for the first time, I put them on and I immediately whipped out of them, uh, which is quite sad and then i just contacted him I was like we're just gonna send you new ones and a 20 percent uh and here's 20 bucks back because you have to port, pay the import fees back it was like thank you that's um, really good actually you, you can actually hold, you take you can hold the 20 bucks i'm already happy that you're sending new new suits I, i'll pay the 15 bucks uh, sh- uh fee as well and so it's really really uh, awesome company to work with and then also uh shout out to and i've really and I've quite feel awful about the fact that I forgot the name. But I should be. I'm hoping that my Twitter account is being quickly, so that I can look up the thingy. Oh no! Um, actually, curator of my custom letter, um, because I have you know the letter that I have on me is custom made by oh, okay. someone. Yeah, which is. Uh, um, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's custom made by someone from Amsterdam and which is Act Goods. Uh, you should just look it up on Twitter. And then he's he uh, he's the guy that, that just, I just basically sent on a reference sheet to it. It's like, hey, can you make this in letter? And it was like, I have no idea. But he, he just loved the project because it was so unique. And then, you know, I, I talked with them, discussed the whole idea. And then in one and a half months he just went like you know what fuck it let's go for it and then he made you know the colors the the, the bicep pants and everything it just lovely work quality work lovely to work with and um for me i think it's one of the major t- uh, reasons why the character works as well having that custom letter yeah. work that fits with the character instead of the uh, normal one which is i think really important to say and I think it's a lesson that should be shouted, I think, almost weekly, especially on Twitter, that gear doesn't make the kingster. It's just, even if you have basic gear, you can still look good. It doesn't really matter. But for me, having that character, I wanted it. But doesn't don't take this as, like, you need custom shit to have, like, a good character. No, absolutely. No, no just, just make whatever you think just looks good and then just make or wear things that you think looks good and then just you know take that confidence and then walk around with it because that's that's how people find you attractive you know owing, yeah you know walk around in the gear and feeling that confidence like hey you know no matter how big or how small i am large size small size you know i love myself i have the confidence in myself that's just that's what gets me yeah absolutely and is there a kind of particular role model that you you kind of look up to or anyone in particular and and the kind of the superhero supervillain scene that you consider 
like a really close friend that kind of inspired you to go down the the route that got you your title? Um, I mean, before I entered the con- uh, contest, I really didn't have any contest uh, contacts with them. But I think a really big shout out to Antonio, who's part of the organizers. He's been really, really helpful in the preparations with them, you know, dealing with my confidence issues and that stuff. And he's really been a pleasure to work with, as, especially after my title. Like, hey, how can I do this? How can I approach this as well? And then, um, but I, do, I don't really have, you know, people to look up with as is like hey i want to uh, do this um because um i'm just in the end of the day i'm just doing because i'm doing this because i find it fun and i'm doing yeah. it because i in the end i just feel it as a hobby and so i'm doing just what it's fun and then from yeah from that perspective you know contact the people like hey we can do this oh my god this sounds fun i mean obviously Contacting people, you know, because they have gear and stuff. I mean, it's I'm gonna have fun in the bedroom. I mean, that's without a doubt. But yeah, you know, building those relationships, and then as I learn more and more people, I get more inspiration, and then other people, I you know, I get, uh, I you know, get invited to stuff that I didn't even know existed before, and then it just steamrolls from there and then I just take it all in put it in my big backpack of all experience and then just pull out whenever I find something interesting like hey I can do this and we can do this and I know that person and let's do this yeah no absolutely yeah so tell me a little bit more about your your uh, life as kind of a deviant as it were because yeah, I feel like you fall more into the, the deviant role with your, your kind of title. Um, so you said you started kind of the summer of 2021. Um, what kind of fetishes did you initially explore then? And kind of what are you now trying or what things have you kind of established that are your kind of go-to um, fetishes? Um, well, like, was, like I said, I think we, my boss and I started off with puppy play because I accidentally came out of the King Castle saying to him like hey i like puppy play which is a funny story but i think it goes a little bit too off topic for now <laughs> um, um but so it started with puppy play because, and i think it's quite a popular kink and which going in popularity and i can really understand why because it's so such a low bar of entry and 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 it doesn't really have those um intimidation or or anything like with latex or leather that kind of stuff so that that's that's how we started um, so the, our very first event was just a social from a, a Dutch uh, puppy play social. And then from there, we just got to know people. And then uh, latex quite, uh, was quite soon on the next level. And then drones came uh, came from there. And then from there, it, it became drones, became stuff. I mean, rubber is just mm, lovely. I mean, also for gas max <laughs> yeah. and rubber as well. Didn't yeah. have a chance to wear it. And then, uh, I mean, Superhero got the same as well. And then um, one of the things I'm trying to explore more is, I mean, Hypnoplay, like I said in, in, in the early beginnings. And which is really quite funny story. I never really envisioned myself as a letter person. And then from out of the fucking nowhere, my boyfriend said to me at breakfast, and we were going to a fetish social on the Saturday, and then we decided, hey, on the Sunday, let's do Christmas shopping. Not king shopping, Christmas shopping. And then, <laughs> uh, so at the breakfast at the hotel, out of fucking nowhere, he said, you know what? I envision you as a letter daddy. 
Just, Ooh. I was like, 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 where did this come from? I was like, I don't know, just a random thought. I was like, you know, your your, your brain is weird. And then, uh, which is actually quite uh, funny. And then later, um, when we were just shopping for clothes, and then there was like a leather jacket. And he was looking at me, he's like, you should try this. I was like, you know, all right. So <laughs> it starts. Uh, yeah, and I, uh, you know, I tried it on and looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, fuck, this is just, I really like this. This is quite fun. Um, so, you know, I got my uh, own leather shorts as well. I've, I I really got lucky and bought something at the secondhand market as well, which is, you know, uh, I think a red leather jacket, which really worked fun. And oh, I completely forgot, this is completely new, which I'm exploring is MX gear, which I never, yes. never, never, um, I n- didn't even know it was a thing until like I started in the king scene and I was like, I have no, why, why is this a thing? Just like not judging, but just, you know, curiosity. Like, why is this a thing? And then like two weeks ago in the weekend, I was with friends. We got invited, you know, we were first meeting and then stuff. And they had MX gear. I was like, you can try this. Like, all right, let's do this. And then as I put it on, I just got that feeling in my body was like, oh no. Oh, it's no. comfortable. It's so I, comfortable. I, 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 it's comfortable and I like this way too much because you know it's getting you know I'm, I'm feeling a bump in my pants and the other person yep. was like hey I'm feeling a bump in your pants you like this don't you was like yes <laughs> oh honestly <laughs> like wallet. like yeah that's that's the problem it's like um so I got my first leather jacket um last kind of last Jan- January February time um and it was my Star Trek leather jacket and I love the look um, and last Artlands when they had the second hand market I was like okay I'm going to look at some leather trousers just try and get like a little bit of a leather look going on and I got a really nice pair um, and from there I ended up getting like a leather shirt and just completely oh, look. Yeah. and then this year I was like do you know what I'm going to try the leather puppy look and I have never felt so confident and masculine at the same time <laughs> And oh yeah it was yeah. it was honestly so i fully understand the whole leather daddy thing because oh leather just makes you feel so powerful um, yeah it's i really really quite like it so it's something i really want to it's just one of those things that i really want to, go, to to you know go for it but just it's just time and money and um what i um you know you can just only spend money you know only once so i recently spent way too much money um on something for scorch because one of the things which is a personal thing i think and it's also a little bit you know i tried to say that and i got a little bit of trouble with it um after darklands was uh scorch had a puppy hood which is a red puppy hood but he's not a playful oh who's a good boy kind of stuff i mean he's a dominant kind of vibe but you know i didn't want to but he had to have some sort of mass so that's why he resorted to a puppy hood yeah and then um but a lot of people's like oh my god it's a puppy ha 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 who's a good boy which is just you know completely goes against you know what I was trying to capture and what i really really wanted yeah so um which also raises the questions like, hey, don't assume every puppy is you can give it pets and can you <laughs> go, 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 go playful, which is um, some people try to do with me. And then I just bapped them away and just yeeted the head. and was like, hey, you're a puppy. You should like this. Or like, um, no, that's not how this works. And I had my whip or something else and then just racked them. And then, you know, playful, you know, playfully told them to, you know, back away. Um, but it's still quite something problem and then 
and this is it just was like one week after uh, a new hood arrived at my doorstep Ooh. which has been quite uh quite expensive i'm just dropping it in the podcast materials channel so you can see it you can see the Ooh. new hood. yeah that that doesn't give off a, f- a friendly puppy vibe no, not at all. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was really, really doubting myself. Uh, I was really, really, do I really want to go for this? Because I was talking this, you mean, as with my creative process, I talk with my friends a lot about why I want to do the things as well. And then their reactions, you know, give me the energy and the input I need to go further. And then a lot of people were going just like, do you really want to go for this? It's quite extreme. It's really quite intimidating. And I was listening to that was like, yes, the you're point. right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the exact fucking point. I want people to be intimidated. I want I want that. But you know, as you can, this is um, it's a Snapchat hood from America, and uh, also people to work with. There, were, I think, like two creators. I think they have a little bit more staff now. But you know, two people who started with them um, and handcrafted as well. But you could probably imagine th- these are not cheap. No, absolutely yeah. not. But it is yeah, an incredible but- look. I have to say. Yeah, and the thing that I really want to capture on camera, but it doesn't really work, it's also glow in the dark. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. I, it's little shit like that that I absolutely fucking love. Like, it's it's very clear and abundant to me that you have put a lot of time, effort, and money into creating this supervillain character, and I just love it. it. And it is clearly, like, just from talking to you and just seeing the, the kind of final image of it, how much love and dedication you've put into this and it's just it's absolutely incredible like i didn't really know about the the superhero fetish scene and it's you've definitely opened my eyes to it well thank you that's really really good to hear and then you know then then it's working but you know it's it's just been an absolute pleasure for mel and and the thing is that um um uh, the more energy i put into this into the character and into the kink as well the more i develop myself as a person uh, the more I discover about myself the more i learn and and then you know use that knowledge and energy you know to give back to the community in, in that sense so it's it's sort of a in a in in a circle and then uh, but also quite to say that i'm not done yet this is this is uh, let's just say that what you're going to see here is not going to be the same as you're going to see next year at darklands so uh, yeah i mean the thing with 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 this is that um uh every classic villain if you see it in comics or in 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 animated series as well they have that shiny they have that shiny look and 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 stuff as well i mean yeah and it doesn't really come across in spandex so i may or may not already ordered a custom latex suit with that exact look Ooh. So I can just completely walk around in completely shiny latex from top to bottom. Well, I will hold you to that because I am very excited to see this look in person. Uh, well, it's gonna, I'm going to be at Folsom and Palomas for sure if you're talking about international events. So, uh, and, and of course, Darklands 2024. I mean, I got a, I think I already have a ticket for it. So, I mean, I have no reason not to attend. Oh yeah, because you get invited back automatically, don't you? For as a title yeah, yeah, holder. Yeah, I, I got an Alpha Madness da- uh, pass. Uh, oh wow! Which, yeah, I mean it's we the, the, the prize package. I mean they, he told me uh, um, they told on the stage. Whipper, awesome person by the way, just lovely to work with. And um, uh, and they told me on stage 
like what was getting old and we were just he was talking for like quite a few minutes was like oh my god and this and this and this and then the day after was like oh yeah you get this and you get this and you get this and you get this and like oh my god Jeez. i mean i get a i get a uh uh do you know the we are one uh, foundation yes like the, did you get the the i mean you got a email like hey we raised like 13 13,000 euros yeah i saw that i get a share of that as a title holder what yes geez so you can really put yeah. it into your character um yeah i mean it's all it's it's meant to be and i i really like the idea of it it's really meant for title holders to you know it's it's it gets expensive real quick and it's a it's a way to support title holders uh, and i think i get a small portion of it and a euro people puppy uh handler and and uh puppy get a larger share which is should i mean it's a way bigger title and and it's just you know help travel and cost expense so you can just yeah. access more and be more as well because you know as i said earlier use that platform that i that you get for the year you know to be as much as of a a a, a promoter of the whole scene and uh, in general so that, that that's the whole idea behind the we are one foundation but i didn't know that in advance so he was, standing, I was like oh my god yeah no, that oh is amazing though yeah, it's it's like I said, it really really uh, comes about. Uh, uh, it's just an awesome privilege to be part of this. It's it's oh no, absolutely, and like outside of the kind of fetish side, um, we can talk a little bit about your personal life if you'd like. Oh yeah, no worries. So, what sort of thing do you do for work? You don't need to like say the exact thing or you know talk for about the company you work for, but like just what along what kind of lines do you do? Um, I'm a I work in a, um, I'm still a student part time. Okay, uh, my masters, but I'm all but I'm also working besides that, and I'm basically combining my studies with my work. And what I'm doing is I'm as a policy officer in education. And what I'm actually, um, for the past 10 years, I've either had personal experience uh, doing it themselves, doing it myself, or, you know, working with them on student representation uh, on an educational level, on organizational level, or on a national level, like representing students, making the forcing heard, um, forces heard on a political level and all that kind of stuff. And my, that's what I've been doing for the past 10 years. And basically my job, uh, entails and I, I do that 30 hours a week is just basically I coach and pope the students and support the students like hey we want this and this change or we don't really like this and I'm gonna say hey I'm gonna take your opinion and I'm gonna walk to the door from the policy officer responsible for that and I'm gonna take your opinions lay it on their uh, on, their de- uh, on their desk and say hey you need to fix this and um, oh, so we really cool. empower young students we are like we have no idea how about you know how all of that works we're like a big organization for like 1500 employees each work it's like that's not your problem that's my problem to deal with you just tell me what you want to change and i'll make sure it it gets done oh that's incredible and like what is it you're you're studying uh public administration uh as well so it's it's a big part of my uh, well and my massive is really going about about the participation of uh about younger people but also um low, lower educated people so people who are like more who are more distance to uh, who feel more distance to politics and really don't have really don't feel empowered to like make the forces heard or really 
it's not really a bit of hard, but they just have, they don't really know how it works. So yeah. try to uh, give them the confidence, like, hey, I can make changes, which it can be quite small or quite large and, and make sure that they're heard and make sure that they feel taken seriously. Because I think that just, that, I think that boils down to quite a lot of things in life that people want to take they want to be taken seriously that if they tell you something about their honesty from their fellow opinions that you that you hear them saying yes i take you yes i take you seriously and i'm going to work with that yeah and that just boils down, that just uh, that boils down to what i do make sure so the students are like hey i'm being taken seriously we don't always get what we want because you know it doesn't you know doesn't work that way or yeah. that's not the point for it but at least like hey they're being we're being taken seriously and then the board of directors you know they have a valid response we have a meeting with them and then in a half an hour we discuss it and then it, and then the conclusion is it doesn't work but we at least you know had Oh, yeah, at least you've you know picked it up, acknowledged it, and tried to do something about it. And just some things aren't feasible. Um, no, that that sounds like incredible work. And yeah, you, yeah. what what do you do when you're kind of not at work or university then? Um, 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 basically, what I really like to I'm, I'm playing a lot of video games. Very nice. uh, I really like uh, I really like relaxing with uh, single player story driven games. So. I just finished up with, uh, I mean, uh, the Horizon game series on the PlayStation is just oh, lovely. So. My, my <laughs> jam. Um, um, I really, really love that series. Um, I actually got the most deluxe edition with like the big elephant statue as well. I really love that. Oh, I mean, as recording over, it, over two weeks, the new DLC is dropping and your dad's yes. sure the moment dropping. I'm playing that game. I'm playing oh, 100%, that game. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, I, I love that series. My cat is called Aloy um, for oh, that, for the oh, reason that I just love it so much. Um, yeah, it's it, it's really really good, and and it really really fits with my. Um, uh, it, it, um, I mean, quite a lot of people they play multiplayer games, and then for me it's like, yeah, why am I playing multiplayer games? Because you know. I really don't want to spend like I don't really have the time to spend 40 hours a week, you know, holding my skills to win most of the games. So I'm yeah. just gonna lose most of the games, and I'm just gonna. Uh, at that point, I'm I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing this for my own enjoyment, yeah. and then I just. So I take it with my own pace, and it it also works with my, it also works with my ASD brain because I also have um, autistic spectrum disorder, which you know, uh, it, 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 it's not really something visible from the outside, but I kind of want to say it, um, you know, for people to who, who maybe hear this, like, hey. You know, I have that too, and hey, he he did all this stuff, so maybe I can do it too. So yeah, like no, I was speaking to Neutron about this yesterday, um, and he said that from what he's seen, um, a lot of people into pup play are neurodivergent. So yeah, I mean, you're just backing that point up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not, not really. Uh, I mean, it's not quite. It's not really that surprising for me because. Uh, no, a lot of neurodivergent neur 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 uh, people, it's the same like in the furby community. Quite a lot of people in that uh, scene as well are neurodivergent. Why? Because they're, you know, they really don't really have the social skills, so they spend a lot of time on the internet. And then as, as, if you spend a lot of time on the internet, you're going to bound up, you're going to meet up furries in one way or another. And then oh, yeah. people fight like-minded people. It's just how it goes. Exactly. And that's 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 just the thing of it. Um, and like, do you, I've been asking every guest this, 
Do you know your personality type? I mean, I've taken quite a lot of personality type tests throughout the year, but every time it's different. And every, I mean, there's really <laughs> one personality type. I think it really, I mean, you have like, how many fucking... There's yeah, 16 many, types. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean, oh my, I mean, that I mean that one, I have no idea because it's really... <laughs> one of the things I... I, uh, I really didn't... Uh, I really didn't, you know describe myself as a social person and yeah. then um or like a social uh charismatic person and then my boyfriend really didn't describe that for like uh i always said yeah i'm not really that social and then my boyfriend just after like a half a year being in the kinks he's just like you should stop saying that like why don't you know how easy you approach people then you that you just walk up to yeah. people and like conversation for like 30 minutes it's like yeah, I kind of do that, but I just, you know, ask questions and then they respond and then I just say something back and then it just happens. And like, do you yeah. know how many people struggle with that? It's like, oh, yes, yeah. I'm kind of good at this shit. Yeah, there's, there's no way you're an introvert. I'll tell you that much. You've, you've got a lot well, of confidence, I, I and you're, you're. I am an introvert by nature because a lot of people think you are social. You're an introvert, or you're an extrovert. I am actually not. I really need that. Quite, I um, I'm really social. I love being at events and I love Darklands, but I also really, really needed those quiet hours. So, oh yeah, uh, um, the recharge the time. I love my boyfriend. He is one of the very, very, very rare people where I can be in the same who can be in the same room as me, and then I recharge my social battery. Yeah, which is really so, good yeah. to have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, no, I'm actually I'm actually not an introvert by nature. I mean, I really, I love the advance and I love going there. But at the end of the day, I'm just exhausted. I'm just, yeah, I'm dead. And then I'm just, uh, uh, every time we go to like a bar and play or every different event, I'm just, you know, I'm just dead. I'm done. And then my then my boyfriend and I just can't just go no filter. So when I, we're yelling almost insult at his other, but it's just laughing and care. So we, we, it's been quite funny that we are walking to uh, to the station with people and we talk and all people are like are, are you fighting we're like no no we're just you know talking with like hashtag no filter so we can just be very direct very clear what we want what we don't want and then just you know put our, put on our headphones and then just don't talk for like two and a half hours just bliss yeah though that is really good though yeah um Okay, I think it's time we played a little bit of Dax's Dice. Oh no. Yeah, oh no. Um, okay, so you know the rules. Uh, three rolls. Um, you can skip on one roll, um, but you only get one to skip, so choose wisely if you want to skip, that is. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's give it a roll. So, first roll is a six. Okay. What, no. as, what assumption do people make about you as it says a pup, but um, as a title holder? Because uh, I know people assume that you're an approachable pup, but we know you're not. <laughs> and, and, well, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be approachable. I think with the. I think as soon as you have a title, and if, I've 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 talked to quite a lot of people who have like a big following on Twitter and that kind of stuff, and then there's like a, some reason 
and and I think the same was like I think I forgot his name from like what's the safe word. It's like people are like somehow afraid to talk to you, and then there's like oh they're they're busy, and then there's. They're just gonna say, "Oh, you're busy," or you don't really like talking to people, or you don't really have something to say, which is not true at all. I love meeting new people, and in the end of the day, I'm just a guy with kink gear. You are this. You have. You are a guy. You are the same. We can, you know, be friends. It's yeah. it's it's something really. Um, I try to be as vocal as I can. Like, hey, approach me, talk to me. But you know, <laughs> it's people still assume. Uh, it's not really, there's one assumption that a lot of people have with me it's like your agenda your agenda must be really really busy and i can tell you with complete confidence that part is true my agenda is <laughs> stacked seriously i i had a friend i was like hey when can we meet up i was like yeah i got a slot open i got one slot open in the month of july it's like <laughs> nothing earlier. like nope nothing earlier i was like how just stuff yeah hold on title holder things that's all you need to say is just title holder things everyone goes yep yeah 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 and that's also the thing what what which all the title holders said just like your schedule you're gonna be killed make an agenda yeah. pick what you want and just go with it it's quite a lot of fun which it is yeah no absolutely okay second roll you got 17 oh how would you define yourself from dom top to sub bomb i feel like we've covered this one already yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of want to say re-roll because I already said it. I'm a switch. Yeah, we, we, we did discuss that earlier. Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll re-roll we'll that one then. Yeah. Okay, you got a nat one. What is your oh, best no. best pickup line? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, this is an, aw- this is an awful, awful <laughs> nat one. Oh, God. I think that's why I made this one the nat one for a critical oh, yeah, fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it I is one of these awkward questions. At the same time. <laughs> oh God, best pickup line. You choose as Blaze or as Scorch, as the superhero or the super villain. Ooh, oh, see, I kind of want to hear okay. both. Oh, right, oh, right, oh, right, oh, right. Uh, let me see if I'm going to be Blaze and I do just a pickup line. God, I hate this. <laughs> for, for me, talking about, hey, I'm social and I can approach people that are just doing a pickup line out of nowhere. God. Uh, I'm just. Oh, this is just gonna be so corny. But this is the first thing I got. So true. It's. Oh. Oh no, God, no! This no, it's too awful. I can just. <laughs> oh, you're putting me on the spot here. Um, that's why it's a critical fail because it's designed oh, yeah, to be yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go with it. Hey, do you need an orgasm that needs saving? Oh, oh, that is such a corny one for a superhero. I love it. (laughs) And then for Scorch, how would I approach someone out of the blue? I feel like it would be like an incredibly like dirty kind of kind of pick up oh, no, 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 I, 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 the, the thing is I'm, um, I'm, I'm more for natural dom as well so I think I already uh, um, uh, you know maybe you don't know this but I actually uh, I have two colors as scorch one is a color that I wear which is best and then I have a color which is, has just pets on it so what I would do with a pickup line says like, hey I got a I got a pet collar here with your name on it and then I Ooh. immediately start putting it on just oh, that is amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. You need and to start I using actually, that. I've actually done similar, similar stuff at Darklands, then it just... I just lo- looked, uh, I just saw them looking at me and then exchanged like one sentence and it was already, yep, put the collar on, put the leash on, on their <laughs> knees. And they were like, just, yes, please, Scorch, take me with you. <laughs> I love that. That is amazing. No, definitely. You need to use that, that pickup line. <laughs> need to use it. Yeah. Okay. So third roll. Oh, and 19. Oh, so do you have an embarrassing hookup story? Thankfully, not really. Okay, so you're one of the lucky ones then. Yeah, because you know, like I said, I mean, I mean, my boyfriend was my very first, and then from there, you know, we've really taken it slow. I, I, um, uh, for me, kink, uh, and I said, and relationships that I built is that it's relationship with benefits, it's friends with benefits, but it starts with the friends phase. So yeah. If I don't even mean, I gotta have fun inside and outside the bedroom. And if it doesn't happen outside the bedroom, we're not gonna even enter the bedroom itself at all. So, and I can no, just absolutely not. usually tell with the fives quite a lot of people are like, yeah, this is not gonna work. And then just, I mean, what I have had is quite, I've got not really quite hookup nightmare stories, but like nightmare DMs. Like people that approach Ooh. me like out of nowhere. And then it just, I'm trying to be nice and then. Telling them not directly because that's just plain loop, but just you know, really trying to say like, "Hey, I'm not really into you. I don't really have the time for this. I really don't want to do this." And then just, just they keep messaging, they keep approaching me. It's like, please understand the social context that I'm not into you. Yeah. Like somebody who's just texting me for like weeks on end without me replying. Like, "Hey, I want to do this. Hey, just completely, I want to suck you off. I want to do this to you." It's like, no, just. Ew. Yeah, I see that. That's the one thing that I didn't enjoy about my Kinkstagram is I I started my Kinkstagram kind of when I first kind of joined the fetish scene back in 2019, and I made it private from the get go because I was like I don't want like you know my work or things like that seeing me dressed in latex because I was like at that point I worked for a company that I was like I'm pretty sure they're they straight up just fire me um so i was like nope not doing it and like i would get follow requests from some of questionable individuals shall we say and yeah yeah, it was just some people would like message me and be like oh my god like you're absolutely gorgeous like we should totally meet up and i'm like no thanks and it would just be a constant like oh no no no, we need to meet up and it's like no we don't please leave me the fuck alone yeah 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 it's 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 the same i mean i have to i have the same reviews well. I, f- I think if my work found out the, the fact that i work for students and in the education my ass would be fired instantly so i don't i mean that's the whole uh it's a good cover-up story of a superhero super fetish uh, superhero thing is like no pics without any sort of mask none zero hmm so I mean that's almost uh, so that's just it, it's a good excuse to always have something on. So that's also part of the reason why why a pop-up is just so great. I mean it's 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 it covers up your identity. And what I really really like with them as well is there is so much expression possible with 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 them on, and they they uh, people really change. People people's look really really change, and their eyes become so much more expressive. And I really really love that. Yes, absolutely. No, I do enjoy that. There's um. One of the pups in the the pup family um who has 
the most gorgeous eyes ever and he got a new hood and oh my god they just make his eyes pop and just oh, he's just got these really magical eyes and like every time I see him I'm like your eyes are beautiful and he's like yeah you've told me before and I'm like I know but I don't think you understand compliment you had some bastard <laughs> um, but yeah I know like I just think especially if you get the colours of your hood right or even just the design of your hood right and it'll just really complement your eyes and I I don't know eyes are one of these things where I'm like if somebody has really pretty eyes I, I fall head over heels um, oh yeah 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 yeah. I mean, the first time I saw my, my, my boyfriend in a pop hood I would just uh, 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 first of all, I got hard. I mean, obviously, but second, yes. I was just lost. Lost. I was like, "Oh my god, this is just. I love you so much. This Aww. is. That's amazing. All right. Okay, so I just wanted to say a big thank you um, to Blaze slash Scorch for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Um, lucky guest number four that's i can't believe i'm four episodes in already i kind of expected to do like one episode people were like that you're shit we're not doing this um but so far it's been really good and i'm really excited to keep going with this um do you have any final words that you would like to say um i think the the, the final thing i want to say if, if you're actually listening listening to this and and if you're just nervous or nervous about going to events, nervous about how things work in the kid community, nervous about superhero stuff or just anything, don't hesitate. Send me a DM, send me a message. I'll happily help you out. I mean, just, uh, I've, I've been in your shoes and uh, I've done the same and uh, it has brought me many, many great things and I would love to have you experience the same, so. No, that's I think that's, that, that's a great way to end it. All right, well, <laughs> thank you very much. I have been Dax. I've I'll been Blaze. Okay, thank you much. Yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.